Casey balanced two cups of coffee expertly with the bag on her arm and the files in the crook of her other arm. Moving as quickly as she could to catch an elevator before it closed, she barely made it into one filled with men in suits and blank expressions on their faces. Thank you, she said to no one in particular. The doors closed and she was on her way to the fifth floor and her new job as secretary to Mr. James K. Harris, attorney at law. This job had been a lifesaver for her. When she had gotten her divorce, something she had had no choice about with her husband Danny, had announced that he had gotten a girl pregnant and was going to marry her and do the right thing. She had been left without a way to support herself and her four-year-old daughter Emily. So she had set out to find a job thinking that she would surely find something within a few days. She had been wrong. Of course, she hadn't worked for five years, not since she had gotten pregnant with Emily. She hadn't realized what an issue that would be in her search for a job. But it wasn't long, after ten interviews to be exact, that she understood she was in trouble. Finally, she had interviewed at Mr. Harris's law firm, with the man himself conducting the interview. She saw him looking her over, and she knew she had to play up her feminine wiles or risk losing another job. So, she had crossed her legs in her short skirt and licked her full lips, and she had walked away with a job. Her first day of that job had been a memorable one that had ended up with her at her new boss's apartment helping with paperwork on an important case. She had ended up helping with a lot more. He had mentioned how stressed he was, and she, on a strange impulse, had gotten up and given him a shoulder massage. It hadn't taken long for that massage to become her on her knees with her lips wrapped around his cock. Now she navigated the desks and people on her way to see Mr. Harris, or Jim, as he had told her to call him last night. She thought about how things might be between them. Were they going to be suddenly awkward with each other, or would she walk in to find that she had lost her job? A brief flash of worry crossed her face, but she forced a smile as she reached her desk at last and began carefully unloading her burdens. She would just have to face the music, no matter what tune it might play. Taking one of the cups of coffee, she went to the door of Jim's office and knocked. Like last time, there was no response and she very slowly opened the door and stepped in. Jim was pacing the floor again, giving Casey a very strong sense of deja vu. She walked to his desk without any acknowledgement from him that he even saw her. He just kept talking on the phone and pacing, apparently berating another associate for dropping the ball in a current case. Just help me understand, Carl. How was the claim not filed on time? It was my understanding that you... Yes, I can see there might be room for misunderstanding if I hadn't been completely explicit about the deadline and its importance. Well, I guess you're going to have to solve this little problem, and in the meantime, you're going to have to call the client and explain how you screwed up his case. I suggest you get going on that. The phone was clicked shut and placed very gently on the desk, and then he turned and, taking a handful of pens, threw them across the room. God damn it! That was the extent of his outburst, though, and when he turned back around and looked at Casey standing there in the door, he smiled. Good morning, Casey. Is that my coffee? 
He picked it up and took a sip.